Jesus tells us this morning, the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Amen. My dear Christian friends, many of you know that I'm not a big fan of vegetables. And yet, I have a large garden by the side of my house. It's, to be fair, it's filled with the nine kinds of vegetables that I will eat, plus two other kinds of vegetables for Shelly and the girls. Now, I enjoy planting the vegetables, and I certainly enjoy picking the peppers, tomatoes, snap peas, and such. What I don't enjoy is weeding the garden. I don't know anyone that really enjoys weeding. And there are two reasons why I don't like weeding. The first is, as a novice gardener, I'm not always sure which ones are the plants and which are the weeds. Although I did hear a helpful tip the other day that if you pull it and it grows back, it was a weed. And if you pull it and it doesn't grow back, it was a plant. But it's a little late by that time. The other problem is that when I can pull up the weeds, I might accidentally pull up a plant along with it. Jesus, in our gospel lesson today, tells a story about weeds and wheat. He says, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while people were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the plants sprouted and produced heads of grain, the weeds also appeared. The servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where did the weeds come from? He said to them, An enemy did this. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and gather up the weeds? No, he answered, because when you gather up the weeds, you might pull up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time I'll tell the reapers, First gather up the weeds, bind them in bundles, and burn them. Then gather the wheat into my barn. In this story, the farmer has his servants plant wheat seeds in his field. And then during the night, an evil neighbor comes along and plants weed seeds in that field. Then after some time, both the weeds and the wheat grow up, and the servants notice this. And they go to the farmer and ask if they should pull up the weeds. I like the farmer's advice. He doesn't want to do any weeding in his field. And it's twofold. And his twofold reasoning is the same reason I don't want to weed. It's because that you can't tell the wheat from the weeds, from the tares. They are identical as they grow up. You can't tell the difference until it's harvest time. And secondly, he said, even if you can tell the weeds from the wheat, you might damage and pull up the wheat while you're pulling up the weeds. The weeds in Jesus' story are also called tares. They are not fit for eating. Eating tares would make someone feel intoxicated, giddy, and sick. It can in induce vomiting, stomachache, and diarrhea. It isn't until harvest time you're able to tell easily between the tares and the wheat. Thankfully, Later on, when Jesus is alone with his disciples, he gives them and us the meaning of this parable. The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. The reapers are angels. Therefore, just as the seeds are gathered up and burned with fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send out his angels and they will pull out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and those who continue to break the law. 
The angels will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. In this parable, the wheat are us as Christians. The field is the world. The evil one is the devil, and he has planted the seeds of evil, sin, and unbelievers into the field. Living as wheat with widespread weeds can be frustrating and exhausting. It can be disturbing and discouraging. Jesus himself says that the devil is the prince of this world, and we see the devil's reign in the spirituality of our nation. The fastest religious group in America are the nuns, not the Catholic nuns, the N-O-N-E-S, those who claim not to have any religion. And at the same time, we see Christian churches, even churches within our Wisconsin Synod, closing. It is evident in our church and other churches that people just have not returned to the pews after COVID. We also see Satan's reign in the evil that is tolerated, then accepted, and then even promoted in our institutions. There is the wokeness that is in our military and government. There is the diversity, equity, and inclusion, as well as the critical race theory that is in our workplaces. There is the sexual sins that are endorsed in our public grade schools, high schools, and universities. At the same time, all of that is endorsed Christian speech and teaching is silenced, censored, and even classified as hate speech. Hollywood and social media just keep putting out vile and vapid content. And all of this can be very discouraging. And so we as Christians can be tempted to do one of two things. We can be tempted to just hunker down and hide out in our corner of the field. That's no different than the monasteries of old. And when we do that, hiding away from the weeds of the world, then we're just giving the rest of the field over to the weeds. Or we can be tempted to try and do some weeding on our own. But that's no different than the Spanish Inquisition of old. The difficulty with that is that there are times when unbelievers and evildoers will appear good, upright, and righteous. And then there are other times where there are faithful Christians who are acting according to their sinful nature and they appear very worldly and weedy. Jesus wants us as wheat to not be harmed by the weeds. And so he he says that there will be divine providence that allows for the weeds to grow alongside the wheat. So rather than being discouraged that we are wheat with widespread weeds around us, Jesus wants to encourage you with this parable. He encourages you because even though the evil one comes and spreads his weedy seeds in the field, notice how the farmer in that parable, he's not concerned about it. He's not shocked or surprised. It's like He expects it. He has a plan. Now that plan is going to take some time and patience. And then in reality, when the evil one of the devil came to spread his weeds of doubt and distrust in the Garden of Eden among Adam and Eve, notice how God the Father 
isn't surprised. He's not shocked. It's like he knew that this was going to happen because it was all part of his divine plan that he had a way out. It would take patience and time. It would also take his only son, Jesus Christ, the teller of this parable. Our Lord Jesus, the owner of this field, came to live among the weeds. He didn't spread some kind of cosmic roundup over the field of this world to get everything ready for him, sanitizing it before he lived with flesh among us. No, he came and he immersed himself in all of the grit and grime of the sin-infested world. And yet he lived flawlessly among the devil and his demonic seeds so that his divine human blood could turn sinners into saints so that he could protect the wheat who are living among the weeds so that he could convert and save so that he could keep us safe until the final harvest at the last judgment. Also, be encouraged by the simple fact that you are wheat planted in this field, that Jesus Christ planted you as wheat in this field through the waters of holy baptism. He continues to keep you as faithful Christians through his holy word and through his sacrament of the Lord's Supper. And then when you appear worldly and weedy, then he comes calling for you to confess and repent of your sins so that he can absolve you and keep you as wheat until that final harvest. Also, if you are looking out physically onto the field of this world, it can definitely seem as if the evil one is winning. And that's why you need to look spiritually with the eyes of faith over the field. Yes, there are Christian churches, even churches within our Wisconsin Synod that are closing. But at the same time, our synod is committed at starting 10 new churches every year for the next 10 years. Though some churches may close in some places, God is starting and building up new churches in other places. And by God's grace, in our little corner of God's kingdom, we have seen growth in that kingdom at Water of Life the last few months with baptisms and adult confirmations. Personally, with all of the weeds that are in the workforce, you may be frustrated enough that you want to go work elsewhere. And you can certainly do that because you don't want the weeds to choke out your faith. But perhaps it is God's will that you remain in that workplace so that you can be a Christian witness, so that you can influence and maybe interest the weeds into learning more about Scripture so the Holy Spirit can work on them and convert them into wheat. You can be frustrated by the filth that comes out of Hollywood and social media. And perhaps it's a really good thing that there is a Screen Actors Guild at the sa- strike at the same time as there is a strike with the writers. So we don't have any more drivel coming out of Hollywood for a while. That's good. Turn off your TV Put away your phone, read a book, play with your kids, ride your bike. Perhaps you also notice that finally Christians are beginning to push back against the evils of DEI, wokeness, critical race theory, and other things that have been influencing our culture. 
You too are wheat so that you can push back as you spread the gospel, share your faith, and bear abundant fruits. And no matter what, you can be encouraged. You are encouraged because no matter what the evil one does, no matter how Satan tempts, no matter how much the devil accuses, no matter how much influences the prince has upon this world, Jesus Christ remains the King of kings and Lord of lords. This is his field. This is his world. This is his kingdom. Jesus also announces at the end of his explanation of the parable, then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. That means us, that we are the righteous ones, the sons and daughters of the king. Not because of who we are or what we have done, but because of what Jesus Christ has made us. That we were born very worldly and weedy, full of unrighteousness and unholiness and imperfection. And yet Jesus Christ came to live among us so that he could take all of that to the cross, bleed for it, die for it, rise for it, and then give us his perfection, holiness, and righteousness to us. Now, joined with Christ and his righteousness, as well as being a part of the Holy Christian Church, our focus is not on yanking out the weeds as if we could tell the difference. Our purpose is to cultivate the field through the water that is poured over our heads, through the word that, that's stuffed into our ears, through the sacrament that is placed onto our tongues, we have been transformed from weeds by nature into wheat by grace. And now, through these same waters of baptism, that word of God and the holy sacrament, God can use the means of grace through us to transform natural-born weeds around us into spiritually Reborn wheat. We see it all the time. We experience it. That the evil one tries to sow division and dissension. He attempts to bring about segregation and separation. He sows wrath and anger. And yet God sows love, unity, peace, compassion, joy. Those are all the things that the people in our world they don't know. They don't see. They don't experience. Unless they are seeing and experiencing them from us, then they take notice. God uses you along with his means of grace to turn the weeds into wheat. So this year, not only did I plant a garden, but I'm also raising chickens for eggs. And I purposely put the chicken coop next to the garden so that when I pull out the weeds... I can feed them to the chickens, but they don't want to eat the weeds. I have very picky little ladies, but, but that's okay because then I can just use the weeds for mulch. Well, Jesus promises that the weeds in his parable are going to be gathered and thrown into the fire. This means that all of those unbelievers who have obstructed and persecuted us as Christians throughout the ages, they are going to be gathered up on the last day. This too, as difficult as it is to hear, this is encouragement for us because we know that God will bring about justice for the righteous. We just have to be patient because that justice may not come until the final judgment. And the last encouragement is this. 
that we learn elsewhere in Scripture that Jesus Christ is described as the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. That means that he has died, risen, and ascended into heaven. And so now on the last day, he will send out of heaven his angels as reapers to gather us in to his barn of heaven. So be encouraged as you live as wheat with widespread weeds. Amen.